Hello friends, welcome back to Ready, Get Centered, Go. I'm Jess Goulding and today is all about saying yes. I know many of you have only recently gotten the power of a good no and I don't want you to lose that or think it's not useful. It's absolutely necessary for good and healthy boundaries and living a life of balance. That no has power and it can be a strangely positive word in your life. The other side of that same coin, however, is a resounding yes to the things you do want, the direction you do want to go, the people you do want to surround yourself with. Focusing positively on the choices you do want allows a greater sense of freedom and abundance. All these yeses come together to pour the foundation for the life you're building. With a structurally sound foundation, the sky is the limit. As I talk about in this week's podcast and in my blog at JessGYoga.com, saying yes to daily yoga practice is not no to other things, but it's hard to structure it into our lives. I know that for sure. That's why I'm constantly trying to come up with new ways to get you your yoga in a way that is practical, relatable, beautiful, convenient, and most of all, enjoyable. My greatest initiative in providing this framework is available right now through February 9th when the cart closes. Chakra Savvy Embodiment is your opportunity for daily yoga practice that fits with your time and place. It's a deep dive into the experience of Chakra One, which is grounding, stable, self-loving, and deeply connected. This online course works like this. Monday morning, a brand new module lands in your inbox. Each module contains lessons for that week and takes less than 20 minutes to watch. You're going to learn things like what embodiment means and what it feels like, the basics of Chakra One, and why building a firm foundation of connection to our body is so important for a fulfilling life, how to get out of negative thought cycles regarding your body, and new ways of thinking about how you operate in the world. Each module also has a 20-minute yoga practice for that week, as well as lifestyle suggestions to support you in self-care. You'll experience tools and rituals for creating steadiness and ease in your body, mind, and spirit. Practices to reduce cortisol and stress response. Yoga sessions to relax your nervous system, ground out scattered energy, and help you sleep. Inspired readings to take you deeper. Perhaps the most transformative piece will be journaling exercises aimed to help you slow down, get connected, and reflect on how you want to show up in the world. And you'll not be doing this alone. You'll be part of a closed Facebook group just for others going through the course. I'll show up there once a week to check in, offer coaching, extra tips and ideas for creating and maintaining healthy root support. So I encourage all of you to go to ChakraSavvy.com and join others like you who are ready to say yes to the best version of their life today. Yes to the abundance life has to offer when you feel embodied here and now. See you soon. Ah, rub your hands. Make them warm, deepen your breath, come into the space, good, just release your hands, just take a moment.
Let everything else kind of go to the periphery as you arrive here. My morning practice today, I was thinking how it's gotten easier to get up out of bed and go do my practice <laughs> over the course of the years of trying, because it's always been kind of fits and spurts, but I realized today, oh, it's, it's, I've gotten consistent, 6.30 to 7, because now my kids are old enough to take care of themselves a little bit in the morning, right? And what it used to feel like or can feel like if you're trying to do something consistently every day is that you have to say no to something else so i would i would, looking back i think i was trying i was thinking well then that means no to sleeping which i'm a huge fan of but then there's a mindset shift that happens if you think of it being yes to something positive and this was kind of brought to my attention in the very early days of my first teacher training. Back in New York, we had a guest come and teach us philosophy by the name of Douglas Brooks. So he's a very well-known, highly regarded yoga philosopher, and he travels, and he has groupies. And he was married. I was newly married at the time, so I was kind of listening with open ears. And his wife asked him, how do you handle it? He was like, what? How do you handle being on the road in all your groupies, which are going to be, you know, 20-something-year-old girls dressed like in not very much? And he said, well, she, you know, she asked him, how do you say no to all that? And he said, oh, I don't say no to all that. <laughs> he said, I just wake up every day and say yes to you. That's all I have to do. Oh. Right? <laughs> Are you buying it? Yes. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, regardless of his, uh, I know, I, I believe it. This is a man with integrity as far as I've seen over the last 20 years. But um, that, was a, that, was, that made me go, huh, you can just say yes to something. And then that feeling of missing out or that negative uh, kind of connotation of the event, it disappears. It's almost like it melts. And so I wanted to bring that to you today because I know some of you want to meditate every day or you want to do class every day or you want to you know, do some yoga or if you're in yoga therapy, I know how hard it is to find time to do that daily practice. But here's what everyone says. Oh, but when I do it, it's really great. I'm with you. I get it. I have a yoga therapist in a practice as well. And I know that when I do it, it's really great. But I also know that I allow distraction sometimes. And so what I'm offering for all of us today is to con consider, right, here we are again, new year, new decade. What are you saying yes to? Or to what are you saying yes? So if you want to say yes to practicing every day, then think about that and make space for it. If you want to say yes to healthy food choices, it's not that you don't get cookies, it's that you do get apples. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. You guys can apply this to anything that is up for you right now. So pushing into your fingers, rise high with your heart. Broaden across your collarbones with a big, beautiful inward yes of expansion. And as you exhale, draw your navel in with support of that yes. 
the inhale softens and expands. You can even smile thinking of all the yeses you get to do to make life juicy. And exhale, support yourself on that journey. Release your hands to your thighs, close your eyes. And let your breath be easy because you've already said yes to do this right now. You know, there are a million things you could be doing right now, but you said yes to breathing and to yoga. Breathe into that feeling of treating yourself well. Yes is an empowering word that goes right to third chakra, to the center that says, I can. When that third chakra is strong and you know that you can, your shoulders don't have to, so let them go. palms together. Let your palms coming together be a symbol of your consent to yes. Yes to doing the beautiful things for yourself. Yes to the healthy choices. Yes to the beneficial practices. Yes, in your healthy relationships. Even just notice how your body feels when you think the word yes. Let's chant the sound of Om three times, bringing sound to our intention. Take a deep breath in. Exhale all the way. Breathe into O. Thanks for listening to Ready, Get Centered, Go. We can easily keep in touch through my website, jessgyoga.com, or my Facebook page, or my Instagram. You can subscribe to this podcast on any platform where you hear podcasts. I'd love for you to leave a review. Many thanks to Abby Robbins for our theme music. Until next time, this is Jess Goulding, keeping you centered. yoga teachings relevant to your life today. I'm Jess Goulding, a yoga therapist and yoga teacher 
based in Austin, Texas. What you're about to hear is the opening of my public yoga class where I introduce an idea that I hope you can use on the mat and off the mat in your everyday life. Then we'll set an intention and do some guided breathing. You can listen to this while you're driving or doing the dishes, and maybe you can find a way to take a break. Just stop, get centered before moving on with your day. And I'd love to hear from you. So stay through the end and I'll tell you how we can get connected. All right, rub your hands. Let's get a little warmth going. Deepen your breath. Arrive. Good. And just release. Allow yourself to fall into the stillness. Today I'm thinking about the phrase, less is more. Less is more. I uh, took a little time to kind of listen to my body the other day because I seem to be carrying tension that's not uh, conscious until it is. Then I notice, oh my gosh, everything's gripping. I seem to be kind of changing in ways that I'm like, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm getting older, but this is a lot. Just I'm, I'm bringing on extra. And so I finally just tuned in for a little bit and asked my body. I was like, what do you want? And my body said, less, less. So I thought, well, what does that mean? And uh, so, I, so I'm taking it to mean less of everything. Less of everything, which sounds really good. That means that I've switched from the dinner plate to the salad plate. Just less of that, less food. I've switched from full force go on, even like in exercise, like not, not going crazy until I feel the big old sweat, just less, just less. I know that there's a million things I could do each day. I'm doing a little bit less. And I'm feeling the tension pour out. I'm feeling a shift. I'm feeling easier. Now, my mind that is very ambitious and driven is struggling with my body that says do less. But I'm really trying to listen because I'm talking all the time about embodiment, so I darn well better be practicing it. And to me, that means that communication with the body, that I'm not just this brain and I've got a body to get my brain all these places. I'm a body. And so uh, one of my favorite passages is from this book, An Altar in the World, by Barbara Brown Taylor. She puts out these 12 practices of uh, kind of seeing altars everywhere, seeing the good, seeing the God, seeing the everything in the mundane and in the all things. And so I wanted to read this little piece for you uh, from her practice called The Practice of Wearing Skin. She says, above all, I am happy for practices that bring me back to my body, where the operative categories are not bad and good, but dead and alive. As hard as I have tried to be good all my life 
as hard as I try to be good even now, my heart leans more and more towards that which gives life, whether it is conventionally good or not. So when I hear that, I'm thinking, I, in my world or in this society or in America, <laughs> what's conventionally good is the push, push, push. But that's not what's bringing me life right now. Some days it is. But I think we get to tune into our bodies and ask, do I need to be push, push, push? Or do I need to do less? Can less be more for me right now? That's why I'm a big proponent of 20 minutes of anything. 20 minutes of yoga, 20 minutes of breathing, 20 minutes of closing your eyes can be so restorative. And so in our practice today, it'll be the same kind of practice we always do. You'll likely have a very similar day to what you always do, but consider what happens when you apply doing less. Now, if your body's saying, just right now I need to do more, I need to get out of feeling slumped, <clears throat> then do more, by all means. But just I'm inviting this idea because I know I'm not alone in the practice of needing to do less. Okay. So push into your fingers, rise high with your heart. Take a deep breath in as you lengthen from tail to crown. And on your exhale, sweetly do less by releasing your hands to your thighs. Allow your eyes to close. Bring your attention inward. Stopping to breathe, pressing pause on your day is a beautiful way to do less. You're doing that here. Let your attention spread throughout your body, maybe to the heart, down through your arms and into your hands, down your spine and into your hips, out through your legs and into your feet, and all through the mind and the mind stuff there. Tune into your body and find out, <clears throat> find out where your body <clears throat> can do a little less to be comfortable. Do a little less to be still. And ask, what do you need? If you're tracking with this less idea, some ideas might be less intake. less output, less distraction, less worry, how can less be more, more life-giving for you? How can less leave more room for spirit?
your palms together at your heart. Let's chant the sound of Om three times to begin our practice. And this morning, let the Om be soft and sweet, a deeply held frequency of calming less. Take a deep breath in. Exhale all the way. Breathe into O. Thanks for listening to Ready, Get Centered, Go. We can easily keep in touch through my website, jessgyoga.com, or my Facebook page, or my Instagram. You can subscribe to this podcast on any platform where you hear podcasts. I'd love for you to leave a review. Many thanks to Abby Robbins for our theme music. Until next time, this is Jess Goulding, keeping you centered. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Ready, Get Centered, Go, where I make yoga teachings relevant to your life today. I'm Jess Goulding. In this week's podcast episode, I talk about how less can be more. Less intake, less output, less effort, or less distraction might actually create space for more of what is life-giving and nourishing to you, body, mind, and spirit. In this week's newsletter, I write about five causes of feeling like we need to do, be, or accumulate more, and how to reduce that suffering with yoga and inquiry. Things like scarcity mindset, anxiety, worry, and the need to control, shame, and our family of origin can all fool us into thinking that all is not well, when in fact quite often it is. Taking some pressure off and doing only right effort with ease helps change scarcity to abundance, anxiety to calm, worry to trust, shame to confidence, and stress to joy. Ooh, can't you just feel yourself relax when you hear those words? Those first three feelings, abundance, calm, and trust, are directly related to a healthy and balanced chakra one. Knowing that you have enough, trusting that your needs will be met, and an overall sense of grounded calmness comes from being rooted in the present moment and out of the fearful illusions of the mind. From that foundation, you build upward to third chakra's strong self-esteem and fourth chakra's full-on joy. Chakra Savvy Embodiment is my Chakra One three-week online course where you learn to calm the anxiety and worries of the mind so you can stop doing more than is right for a balanced life. You will learn practices of abundance and ground out your fears around scarcity. Here's what Lorena, who participated in my trial run, said. She said, I was surprised by the shift in energy. I felt so much more focused and connected with the abundance in my life, more in tune with the wisdom of my body, and deeply connected to the earth. See, Lorena nailed it. She actually just did the practices from the course and had those shifts in energy in how she felt. 
I so wholeheartedly believe that once you experience feeling balanced in chakra one, you will want to experience balance in the rest of your system. That's why I am offering all students of this embodiment launch 10% off all future Chakra Savvy courses. So from embodiment in Chakra 1, release in Chakra 2, and confidence in Chakra 3, all the way up to clarity and wisdom at the top, the journey starts now. Registration ends February 9th, so I encourage you all to enroll today. I link to the registration in my show notes. Everyone registered for embodiment gets 10% off future Chakra Savvy courses. So please let me know how doing less goes for you. I love hearing about how your life is improved by yoga. You can contact me and subscribe to my newsletter over at JessGYoga.com. Registration for Chakra Savvy is at ChakraSavvy.com. And now let's join my class where we get centered on doing less.